Hello and welcome to Say When, a Geeky Podcast, Episode 17. These are a few of our favorite things. It's the 12th of December and I'm Sally. And I'm Melissa. And I'm Frankie. So how are we doing this week? Surviving the snow, Frankie? Oh my goodness. It's been awesome. It's been great. So we've had, you know, I think we got nine and a half, ten inches worth of snow. Good Lord. Been out of school all week. I, uh, you know, sledding, snowball fights. Uh, we never got a good snowman going. It just wasn't the right kind of snow for a good snowman. Um, but a lot of fun. We went bowling and to the movies. And and I don't know if you guys knew uh, Krispy Kreme. If you bought a dozen donuts, you got your second dozen for a dollar. Yes. So yes. that that absolutely happened today. I mean, because <laughs> I got... So I got three boys, right? So it's so like really when it's you know it's just hanging out, right? And so we just hung out. It's a lot of yeah. Fun. One of my coworkers brought two dozen donuts today. <laughs> I was like, this is helpful to my waistline, but they were delicious. So am I the only one who who didn't do the whole donut thing today? Apparently. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well. Trying to lose some weight, so I suppose it's for the best <laughs> that I don't do donuts. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. We just had, it was just cold today, but I'm cold all the time anymore, and that kind of sucks, but anyway. We just got cold rain. Mm, yeah. Yay. Yay. Miserable, cold, rain. Especially considering we just got back from Florida. <laughs> Yes, it was amazing. It was beautiful. So much fun. Um, Sally and I went to Disney and no. rode the Star Tours ride twice. Yes. <laughs> we went to Hoth and Kashyyyk. So and that we was met cool. Chewy. We and did. Sally had the nerve to wear a <laughs> Save Ben Solo shirt to meet Kylo Ren. Yeah. He was not he was not pleased. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> he just kind of looked at it and shook his head. <laughs> and he looked back, you know. <laughs> and I, I might have told him that his mother was disappointed in him and it was time for him to come home. You definitely told him that. You definitely told him that. Did and I tell said, him that? He said something like, we don't speak of him. Or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Along those yeah. lines. It was great. So it was fun. <laughs> and we were at BB-8. Yes, we and did. And saw lots and lots of stormtroopers. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I was wearing underneath my Save Ben Solo T-shirt. I was wearing a, um, a Rebel and the Wookiee T-shirt. And so I was standing on the side of uh, on the sidewalk where the the March of the First Order was, and um, by happenstance, we got a really good standing spot the first time they came around. And so I knew where to be. And my middle daughter had on a Ray t-shirt. And the first time the stormtrooper, and I think the second time the stormtroopers noticed her and like pointed her out, like, we're watching you. And, and we've got it on film, like on video where she's just sitting, standing there with her arms crossed and this look on her face that Frankie, you would be familiar with because you've known me for 35 years. And, <laughs> and he's like pointing at her, like I'm watching you. And she's just like not having it. <laughs> and it was perfect. And then the cute. last time Melissa was like, no, I'm just going to sit here. So she was sitting in the back with them. 
with the youngest who was like collapsing onto the ground like I can't move and so we went back out there and then the stormtrooper noticed me that time and he was just looking at me and and I and my oldest daughter said said that I was like yeah that's right because <laughs> I had all the rubble in the Wookiee shirt so yeah it was Hollywood Studios was a lot of fun so and then of course I had to rep Harry Potter at the Magic Kingdom so I did that I'm the rebel mm. <laughs> repping Harry Potter when I'm in the Magic Kingdom, but it was important to me. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was really, really, it was really, really um, expensive, but it was worth it. And I think my daughters are Star Wars fans for life. What do you think, Melissa? Yeah, I think so, for sure. Oh, well... Yeah, a lot of fun. So what about, should we talk about, speaking of Harry Potter, you saw... The Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, my spoiler-free review is that I liked it. Um, I, I saw a lot of blowback on Twitter about it. People seem to have some issues with it. And it, it was far from a perfect movie, but... I found it entertaining, and I'm a big fan of Newt's Commander, so I liked it. I'd tell you to go see it um, if you are at all a fan of the Harry Potter-verse. So, yeah. That's my spoiler-ish free review. Well, I will see it eventually, I'm sure. <laughs> what else do we have us. going on in News and Notables tonight? Uh, uh, well, I know that I am not supposed to talk too much about Star Wars, because this isn't a Star Wars podcast, but I did want to just say real quickly that the shooting script for The Last Jedi, um, mm -hmm. is at the Oscars Library in Beverly Hills, and you can see, like, a digital copy there, um, and read a digital copy, but you can't... You can't take pictures, you can't take it with you, or anything like that. And it's the shooting script for The Last Jedi. And so if anyone's interested in, in what the shooting script for The Last Jedi looked like, um, and obviously can't get to Beverly Hills to this library, um, the Knights of Rant podcast did a podcast on it, Courtney, CT, she's one of the hosts, drove down there because they live in, in, I guess, L.A. or thereabouts. And she read the whole script and took notes and, and then did a podcast about it. And um, and I found the podcast very interesting. So I would say, hey, if that's something you're, if that's your jam, you should definitely give that podcast a listen. And I can, if anyone's interested, leave that podcast information in the show notes. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And the other thing that came out was for the uh, Mandalorian, which is the new Star Wars live-action film or television show. The cast was announced by Star Wars, and it's kind of insane. Um, Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones and Narcos is the lead. Gina Carano, who is famous as an MMA fighter, as, and she played Angel Dust in Deadpool. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, Once Upon a Time, Maze Runner, and The Scorch Trials is in it. As well as Emily Swallow, who has been in Supernatural, How to Get Away with Murder, 
Carl Weathers, who is Apollo Creed in all the Rocky films. And a Carl host, Weathers? Is, yes. Nice. That's awesome. A, a host of other credits. Um, Omid Abtahi, I believe is how you say his name, from Hawaii Five-0 and The Hunger Games. Uh, Mockingjay is in it. He was also in Better Call Saul. I saw a picture of him. You'd know him if you saw him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Warner Herzog is... Uh, an actor as well as a writer, director, and producer. Um, he acted in Parks and Rec and in Jack Reacher. And finally, Nick Nolte. Oh, wow. Uh, probably most famous for maybe Prince of Tides and the Thin Red Line, maybe. <laughs> um, he is also going to be in The Mandalorian. So, I mean, the the cast for this thing is Nick insane. <laughs> Yeah. When you say insane and Nick Nolte, I think they go yeah, together. Yeah, those are two words that go together very well. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the news and notables um, from my end of the spectrum. Do y'all have anything? Uh, the only th- I saw The Grinch. I tell people it's you know it's a great remake of The Grinch. Oh. So but other than that, you know, if you're looking for some holiday time to kill some time, go see that. The Grinch. The Grinch is fun. Yeah. I haven't seen any movies in the theater in a while. This is scary. But um, there's definitely one coming up that I want to see. Yeah, yeah. Can you s- guess what that is? I don't know. <laughs> I can't imagine. What could it be? Wait, there's something. so many topless photos. Was it SpongeBob? <laughs> was it SpongeBob? Was that the movie? No, that can't be right. Um, Aquaman. Oh, Aquaman. That comes out on December 21st, and there are two main reasons I want to watch that movie. Jason and they're all the wrong reasons, but also all the right reasons at the same time. Yes, Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson. Swoon. Yes, I knew nothing much about Aquaman before Jason Momoa started playing that part. And I'm all on board now. (laughs) She's all (laughs) in. Very interested. And the plot, <laughs> after the fact. After the yeah. fact. <laughs> uh, the trailer did drop, and there's a very lengthy trailer out, um, like five or six minutes. Have you seen it? Have y'all seen it? Yeah. Several times. It's pretty good. Like you've seen it, sev- like voluntarily seen it several times, or? Yes, so I voluntarily saw it several times. So I may not be so because there's no there's the magicness of Jason Momoa doesn't do it for me. <laughs> I'm plot first. <laughs> got to buy the dinner first. I'm kind of plot first too. Like I mean, yeah, I actually kind of interested in like what this movie's about. I mean, I, I am. Well, I am too now. I'm terrified. <laughs> okay, why are I'm you terrified? Ter- it's so DC. DC's trying to do too much in one movie. Oh, that was you what I was scared have, about too. You got Black Manta, and what is his Sea Lord? What's his name? Um, Ocean Lord. What's his brother's name? Ocean Lord. I can't think of Aquaman's bro- half brother. I do. So know. those are those are real characters from his from his from his thing, right? So, like, like I get you. You need to introduce Aquaman. You give him his background story, and I could see him battling his half-brother for the throne, and that being a movie. Right. And then all of a sudden, here's Black Manta, and I'm like, no, no, we got another movie. We got background story and fighting brother for the throne. That is a story. 
Black, fighting Black Manta is a, another story. And it reminds me so much of Batman versus Superman slash Superman dies. That's what the new movie should have been called. Batman versus Superman, Superman dies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, okay, so... DC just always screws it up. Well, okay, so... Except for you, Suicide Squad, they always screw it up. Well, you remember last time... Well, and a lot of people didn't like Suicide Squad, but that's neither here nor there. But you remember last time we were talking, and I said... I don't know if it was on the pot, like on mic or not, but I remember saying, I'm scared they're trying to do too much with Aquaman. Like, I, I, I said that, right? And because I'd seen the, the trailers. And so, and I'm honestly curious, like, when is this set? Is this set before or after Justice League? Like, I'm really honestly curious about this. It's yeah. Even after you asked Justice- that question, I still didn't go and do any research on that. It's got to be before Justice League. Do you think? I'm not, I'm not sure because she, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, I don't know. I'm curious. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think it has the potential to be a really good movie, like, like a really entertaining movie. I mean, I don't think it's going to be an Oscar movie, but I mean, I think it has potential to be an entertaining flick. I just, I I really don't know. (laughs) Um, Like, when is this thing going to be set and all that stuff? And, um, yeah, the the extended, I don't even want to call it a trailer, that I saw was like five minutes long. I mean, which is a lot. And, um, you know, they they go to the Sahara. So, I mean, I thought they were, well, heck, I don't even know where they were. You know, I'm just like, like, where does Aquaman live? And, And, you know, now they're in the Sahara and what the heck are they doing there? And I'm just, wow. Wow. So, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm hoping, yeah. hoping DC gets it right this time, but well, not much longer until we can find out. And I'm excited yes. to go see it. Who's going to see it with me, Sally? Well, I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to, except I will, I, I will be taking my turn in Florida. Hmm. Oh, yeah. oh yes. Yes. Gonna be taking oh, your turn in Florida. Time. I'm telling you, actually, you need actually, to go to are you guys getting a? Uh, so I got an email saying I could go see it on the 15th. I what? saw something about that. Yeah. Because I'm a Prime member. Yes. What? I saw that. Yeah, I saw something like that. You can so see I it on the 15th, email, which is tomorrow. To totally... Yeah. So I got a I got a thing that says if you are a Prime member, you can see Aquaman on December 15th. Yeah. Tomorrow is not the 15th. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, this weekend. <laughs> this weekend. But I think but, you did um, participating theaters. So yes, yeah, so I, I haven't checked into it yet because I got to work out my weekend plans. Sally, we need to check into that. I mean, I'll be happy to check into it, but I'm just saying, you know, I've got I'd have to get a hall pass. Maybe uh, oldest Sally, man. That's to... not what you mean. That's not what you think it means. Well, okay, well, fine. I I have to <laughs> just have a pass. A just pass. A pass. A pass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I ha- never mind. Um, I-, I would need to get a pass because you need to get all right. a pass. my my I have three small children running around, and it's really kind of hard to just say to my husband, "Hey, later's," especially if it's a movie that he might actually like to see. All yeah. right, we'll see what we can do about that. But a movie I have um, been a little more interested in the plot is a. A little further away, but Captain Marvel. Yeah, Have you the seen the new trailer dropped. for that? Yeah, it cleared dropped. up a lot of things from the first trailer. Yes. Um, 
Wait, I've only seen one trailer. <gasps> oh, really? There's two. There's two. There's two. So okay. we see, we're pretty certain that the scroll are going to make an appearance, um, which I don't know, Sally, if you're familiar with them, but they're basically shapeshifters who've been in war with the Cree, which is what Carol Danvers is now. Well, I saw, I saw a trailer where Carol Danvers walked up to a little old lady on a subway and punched her. Yeah. Pretty sure she is a shapeshifting scroll. As hard as she hit her, I would hope so. Yeah. Um, because yeah, no, I assumed that she was actually a bad guy in disguise. You know. Yeah. We hear her growl in the second um, trailer. So. so did I see the second trailer or the first trailer? You, I'm pretty sure, saw the first one. Because hmm. there's a little more detail in the... you. This the trailer second. was like two minutes, two, two and a half minutes long that I saw. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Sounds like the second one to me. Huh. I don't know. I don't know Fury which one he was saw. in it. Yeah, he's in both of them. Um, so it's funny because she says they're the Cree are good guys, but you got to remember Ronan the Accuser. Right. Of Guardians of the Galaxy is Cree, and they are bad guys. Well, the Cree really are not great <laughs> but um you never know like how the cinema is gonna spin the characters you know they might put a n different twist on it or you know plot twist at the end who knows but um she had like a little smirky smile when she was saying that they're the good guys so she did i think it's going to be interesting because i think well anyway well you lead so i was just saying i think she's going to break free of the Cree. no yeah well that I don't. That's a okay. Well, how might this tie in? I mean, because she obviously leaves Earth. So how might this tie in with um, with the end of Avengers? Like, you know what? I'm going to ask something really unpopular, and surely it won't be the case. If Thanos snapped half of the world or half the universe out of existence then wouldn't half the Kree disappear yes. as well? Yes. Yes. Is it not theoretically possible that Captain Marvel would have been the one the one snapped away? She was We didn't really see. Did we see her answer at the end? No. I don't remember. I don't no. think we did. We just yeah, saw. But, she, but, but, but we know she's phone. not. Okay, we well, she's, she's not. not in the trailer for Avengers 4, so. Right. I think that's. I think that's on purpose. Yeah, I want, well, everything's on purpose, but right. But I, I mean, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. So I think Ant Man for Avengers. If we're going to segue a little bit into Avengers Four, I think Ant Man and Captain Marvel are going to lead Avengers Four in a lot of unique ways. Okay, so I think you're probably right. I do too. I want to know how Ant Man got out of the quantum realm. Because we know he's out. Yeah, I think that'll get. I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously it's going to get answered. I just, I'm just wondering how he does it, because everybody that could have pulled him out, at least in theory, is Ash. Hmm. Yeah, could have pulled him out. Maybe there's, maybe there's a different guide down there. They got yeah, a lot to do in Avengers Four. I mean, because there's, I mean, they they've shown glimpses of Watchers. There, you know, there's a lot of different things. Because you would think, I mean, there should be a Watcher at that level too, right? 
You I don't might know what that is. Uh, watchers. Watchers are like galactic beings who do exactly that. They just watch. And, and they so don't, would the snap have taken them half of them out of existence? Yes. And they'd be pissed. Probably. They're not supposed to get involved, but on occasion they have. I apologize. I did not mean to curse. Um, I did not hear you say it. Okay. I'm desensitized. Yeah, it just kind of went right over my head. But I hadn't said anything. It's gone. Sorry. Anyway. I imagine they'd be a little irked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I okay. mean, it's just Go ahead. hard to say. I'm, Carol Danvers is, or Captain Marvel is like up there as far as like Thanos level strength. So, but Thanos level without the gauntlet. Yeah, without the gauntlet. Yeah, like just no. I'm saying like I would put her at Silver Surfer level, right? I wouldn't put her like with. I'd say like Thanos, Silver Surfer. When she goes binary. Binary, whatever the proper, but like she's pretty strong, and so I don't know. We who knows? Maybe she will pop up and help somehow. But I think probably it's going to be Ant Man. I think Ant Man's going to pull a sneaky sneak. Yeah, what? Because they're setting up for Ant Man. They're setting up for Ant Man three, so they need Ant Man to be big, right? Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. In I've asked Melissa this, but she. Like, I don't, I don't know. I think I asked and didn't, like, give her time to, like, research. Um, what happened in the um, Marvel comic with regards to the snap and whatnot? I don't remember. I I did read that, but I don't remember. Frankly, did you read it? They're essentially inside, like, if I remember, so I did read it, but I haven't reread it. Um, they're actually in a box. And anyway, so it seems like they're inside the soul stone. Everybody? Everybody. It's that powerful. That's what I said. Like, everybody's in the soul stone. Okay. And. They're going to get them out. Some, you know, they're going to defeat him and get them out. Obviously, so. And you're right. In the original comic, it was a love story. He was trying to impress death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I do remember that. Well, you should be happy. There's no. We've love talked story about this there. on a previous. Yeah. You should be I thrilled. Actually... I'm just curious as to what they they managed. They did manage to get everyone who was snapped away back. Is that what you're saying? Everyone who was snapped away back. Yeah, because there was because one is a re, like like there'd be two different deaths, right? So there's like a legit death, and then there's like the snapped away death. Right. So by that logic, then Gamora is gone, gone. By that logic, Gamora should be gone, gone. And, and so sh- and, so, and should so should Loki. Loki. That was my next person was Loki. Loki should be gone, gone. Except there's also the time and reality stones out there right and that was okay so one of the things i wanted to um i saw someone had a theory based on the fact that captain america's uniform seems to be his captain america uniform from winter soldier and he's got you know the blonde hair no beard 
And um, so they they are speculating that it has something to do with a time stone, like um, um, what's his name. The wizard, Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. That Doctor Strange mm-hmm. has somehow done like a time loop thing with the time stone. And that's uh, the stone he had. Yeah. So he did some sort of time loop thing with it. And that is going to be the, the hole to get back and fix it. And then another person suggested that because he was holding the. This is all in the trailer, right? Someone has suggested that what that indicates when he's looking at Peggy is that he, he's going to wind up going back to, you know, World War II and, you know, living out his life with his great love. Peggy. And that's how they're going to end Captain America. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Because they do show her picture in the, in the uh, yeah. Avengers clip as well. Yeah. And the, and the Avengers what? And the, and the, um, and the Avengers trailer that we haven't got to yet oh i thought that was what we were doing was the avengers trailer oh i thought we were still in captain marvel no we'd moved on yeah you moved on um, <laughs> all right we'll go back to captain marvel um, go back to captain it all marvel. goes together and that's the brilliant thing about marvel let's just let's, like the way the marvel universe has portrayed in the movies is the continuum is awesome because it's all the little segments i'm loving it Mm-hmm. It is, and it's so hard to keep track of sometimes because it's so complex. <laughs> and just remembering all the stories, like speaking of the Cree, didn't was it Ronan who like snapped Captain America's shield in half? They're pretty strong, anyway. Yes. That was just to like tell you how strong they are. Yes. Um. But. Okay, so we're back to Captain Marvel. Yes. It looks like we may see her go binary in the trailer, mm-hmm. which is exciting. So we might see what that looks like, and we might see some power from that. Um, Jude Law, it looks like, is going to be playing uh, Marvel. Have they officially announced that yet? It's been speculated up until, but I haven't actually looked at I it to see if Marvel's like officially announced that. Could be right. That's all. I, I, I haven't been up to date either. So that's interesting to see how that's going to play out because in the comics, um, Carol and Marvel like they're in an explosion, and that's where the DNA fuses for between the two of them, and she gets her Kree powers. But I don't know. In the trailer, it looks like she's like she is a test pilot for experimental. Um, Planes, yes. Planes, yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> and um, so, I, I don't know, maybe she might be flying out into space and she encounters the Kree that way. And we see her in the in the first trailer, there's like some sort of explosion that looks like she's coming from some sort of aircraft. And she hits the Blockbuster um, store. So, I don't know. I just... <laughs> This is telling you, this was set in the 90s. That's like a big, like, this was set in the 90s, kind of. But apparently we're going to see how she gets her powers through a series of flashbacks. So, Flashbacks Um, and experiments, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say this, and it's going to get blacklash. I know it is. She sounds a little bit like the Green Lantern. 
like a human that is given these powers by aliens. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that's not that's not going to be a popular hot take, but I mean, it just on the surface level that seems that's a well, good similar. There's a lot of superheroes that got their powers from aliens. It's not an uncommon yeah. storyline. Uh, so yeah, trope. It's... Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just saying it just sounded kind of Green Lanterny to me. Okay. Here's my here's my point. Is anybody are either of you worried that it's a March release date? No. Yes, because for me, it's going to be tax season, and I'm going to be in the middle of like. But why are uh, you worried? <laughs> March is not movie month. Why not? May is May. You, you release around Memorial Day weekend. First, like you, there's there's big movie top slots. You aim for slots. I don't. I think you'll be all right, honestly, because you're talking about something that is going to be the precursor to. Um, Avengers 4, what's the release date on Avengers 4? April 26th. So, so yeah, I think a lot release. of people are going to want to see what happens with her and if it's going to Because yeah. most people know that the last thing that uh, Fury did was page Call her. her. So, that's gonna gonna so that's going to be the end of her. Uh, that's going to be the, I think that's her last scene. It's her pager going off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting because, like, where's she been? Yeah, we've been watching all these Avengers, all this Thor. Yeah, twenty something. Yeah. Where's what you been? doing, girl? Iron Man, Captain America. What you, you doing, doing girl? <laughs> yeah, out. you've made no cameo. So. Well, so, I am very excited about it. I am excited I, about it. I'm I think excited. it'll do well. I'm not too worried about the March date as far as like moviegoers because times are changing you know (laughs) women are excited about female leads and superheroes and so i think we'll see jason momoa yeah (laughs) yeah we've always been excited about that sort of thing but you know i'm super excited about carol tambers um so yeah yeah go ahead you were going to segue into... I was going to say into Avengers now. Well, Sally's pretty much covered. No, I hadn't. <laughs> there's you... stuff that I wanted no, to talk there's about. More? There's more? Oh, yeah. Say, yeah. A lot All more. All right. Well, tell us more. All right. There, There is... Um, okay, I haven't seen it, but some people say that they see Groot in the ship with Tony. I don't see Groot in the ship with Tony. Do y'all see... Oh, now i got to rewatch it. Um, it's like when he's standing, looking out, like adrift, mm-hmm. and they say that Groot is behind him, and I didn't really see no, that. No, Groot disappeared. Yes, I know, but they're saying that unless, Groot is in that. Unless there's a seedling. Yeah, we already know that and, he can... And if it's in, if, supposedly Groot is the last of his kind, so... Which would make him an eternal... Not so the snap up. wouldn't, in theory, wouldn't have taken him out. I don't know, but what do you call it? Like a, um, whatever, like the guard, like a, like, um, whatever the, if you're the last of your kind, that's when you get to join the group of like the collector, the game master. Oh, yeah. 
right? The last of your race, you become this thing. The runner. Yeah, this thing. So unless mm-hmm. unless group, you know. But didn't they kill the um, collector too? Didn't Thanos kill the collector? It, it, it could possibly. Cause he, but he was already gone. I thought he was already dead, and then. Yeah, I'm not saying. I don't know. It's hard to say because, like, the collector, the watcher. I mean, the collector, the game master, the runner. Those all those guys, the champion. Those are all their their own separate little entities. Yeah, they're the last of their kind, and they're each driven, and they're essentially immortal, and they're driven by their own little thing. Like the game master, like being a game, like doing that. Collector is driven to live forever by collecting. So, mm. well, that's interesting. So uh, apparently, some people have a spotted Groot in in the Guardian ship with Tony. You've after given me something to do, huh? You've given me something to do. Well, there you go. Well, I think we are going to see some of the technology used um, in Guardians of the Galaxy um, in the Captain Marvel movie um, because in her trailer you see that helmet. That looks kind of like, I don't know, you remember whenever Star-Lord, like, took his helmet off and it just kind of like, yep. I don't know how to explain it, but it just. <laughs> it's like a blind, yeah. 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 Um, like well, a blind. Carol's using that same technology, so that may just be Kree technology that um, Star-Lord is using. So he may have had some, well, of course he had some contact with them. He had contact with Roman, but, um. Anyway, it's just cool how it all interconnects like that. Like you see little bits and pieces that connect throughout all the different movies. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, the other thing that we saw uh, pretty quickly, if you were watching closely, the uh, screens that... Um, Bruce Banner, he's watching the screens and it's got Scott Lang missing. And someone whose fate we were not sure of or had not heard of was Shuri. And she's listed as missing as well. Mm. So not only is Black Panther, we knew that he had been snapped away, but apparently Mm -hmm. his sister has as well. Mm. And so that's a little scary because she is one of humanity's brightest lights, right? Mm-hmm. So technologically speaking, she would have been very helpful in figuring some of this stuff out. Um, and so, yeah, just throwing that one out there. Um, and I thought that was really interesting that they that they did that. They put yeah. that out there for us to see. Yeah. So, um, do y'all? Have any implications on that? Any thoughts on that? Not, not really. Initially, not that, but I mean, there's still so many other things. Like, like I see they, they're bringing in Ronan, which you know, Hawkeye becomes Ronan for a while. Yeah, he does. I saw that too. I thought, and that was I, I, I was a great get for them to go because you know, I guess you know, he worked out this deal where he couldn't be Hawkeye anymore, so he couldn't get arrested. So what does he do? He finds a workaround. See, you know what though. That's not why I thought he did it. Why do you think he did it? I think most of his family got snapped away, and he did it because he's angry and he wants revenge. It's possible. That's, you know. Like, I don't even think he gives a at all 
about the plea deal now, I think he's just like, nope, that's not happening. And so he's going after, he's going after the, he's going after whoever did this to his family. That was yeah. my thought, but I haven't yeah. read the comics. I don't know. Yeah. At all. Yeah, that yeah. when Hawkeye, I knew I so there was a gap in my comic year. So like I read him as Hawkeye, and then I knew he was Ronan for a while. See, I thought that Captain America was Ronan for a while. I swear I'm he was. Not, he is possible, but not does he go eye. back to being Hawkeye? Yes. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. So, in the comics. Is Natasha attached to Bruce, romantically speaking, or is that an MCU thing? Okay, I, so, where I'd left off, they were not a couple. Yeah, I don't, okay. Um, so, and I don't know the gaps, because, you know, there was a Hulk movies. Right. That had Betty, and all of a sudden now it's um, Scarlet Witch. I mean, um, Black Widow. Right. So I don't know. I'm, I don't. It's possible, but not probable. Yeah, I feel like that's an MCU. If it thing. is, it's, if it's if it is, it's a gap that I missed during the comic because, like I said, I laid off the comics for a while. Yeah, I feel like it's an um, MCU thing. I really do. Um. Yeah. So I didn't love it, but it's neither here nor there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Have you guys read that the Hulk is possibly the actually not the Hulk. That Bruce Banner is currently a scroll. What does that even mean? I have mean? heard. He's what is the reason? He that means he's not a human or not really a part of. He's he's an alien life form that's like infiltrated. Yes. The Avengers. Yes. So what he's happened to the real? What happened to the real Bruce Banner? He's something you know. I've, I've heard anything from the fact that he stayed on Game Master Wars World. He was done, and that the person who left was actually a scroll, like who kind of likes you know. So would that be stayed. why the Hulk refused to emerge? And that's why the Hulk refused to emerge, and that's why he got like beat the crap out, like physically beat the crap out of like that, like like you know toe to toe if. Thanos isn't using any of his powers. Hulk, he's you know Hulk strength is Hulk strength, mm-hmm. and he did not have Hulk strength against Thanos, in, in my opinion. Well, he wasn't Hulk against Thanos, was he? He was in like Veronica or something. He was, he was in the he was in that ship. Remember, in the Hulk and Thanos beat the Hulk like he was a baby. Okay. Yeah. And then, and see, then, I don't uh, ever really want to see that Avengers ever again. So I'm just gonna go. Okay, sure. I never want to see that one again. Ugh. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, one of the best ones. I know. I loved it. And, I mean, one. I mean, it was hard to watch, but it was also great. Yeah, um, it beats her rainbows and unicorns. Yeah, Sally. <laughs> well, all right. Are we done talking about it since you are done with it and you never want to watch it again? Well, I'm done talking about Avengers 3. Okay. I mean, I'm just curious about the other. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. 
it really doesn't matter. Okay, so moving along, we've gotten through our trailers. Uh, there was a listener question. Melissa, do you want to take this one away? Well, he's not just any listener. He is the uh, my adorable dog, Drax's dog trainer. Um, his name is Jeff Ellenwood of um, South Carolina Canine Academy. And, of course, you know, in between, like, training Drax and when Drax would get exhausted from his training and just fall out on the floor for a break every now and then, um, we would talk about fun things um, like superheroes. And um, he posed a question, which I thought was great. Um, what is your favorite superhero pet? And, you know, as a dog trainer, I thought that was pretty appropriate. So, Sally... Favorite superhero pet? Scooby-Doo. <laughs> That's all I got. That is all I got. I'll let y'all deal with this. Scooby-Doo. He was, Jeff was torn between Bronx from the Gargoyles and Battle Cat from He-Man. Um, but Frankie, I think how I about you? With, I, I went with Lockjaw. Me too. That's totally my pick. Um, he's awesome. I mean, he can, he's got like teleportation and he's adorable. And yes. he kind of reminds me a little bit. I mean, he's not the same type of breed as Drax, but he kind of, you know, I love dogs. So um, Lockjaw was my pick. And it just made me think about all the different pets of superheroes that we don't really think about on a daily basis. But there's a lot of them. Like, um, do you remember Crypto, Superman's dog? Crypto, yes. Yeah, Sally doesn't. She's shaking her head. Um, Ace the Bat Hound, Batman's yes. dog. And Red Wing, Falcon's Falcon. Falcon's Falcon. Um, Isis, um, Catwoman's cat. And um, I know you'll remember this one, Sally. Rancor. Okay, I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. If the Rancor is a pet, is the Sarlacc also a pet? I hate to ask because it is Star Wars, but, you know, I'm just asking. Is the Sarlacc also a pet? No, the Sarlacc's not a pet. The Raycourt is is more of a pet because the guy cried at the end. You cry when you lose a pet. Yeah, I agree. That dude was, that dude was sobbing when the Raycourt died. Well, is it Jabba's pet or just somebody else's pet? I think it's the, okay. It might it's be. not Jabba's pet, technically. It's uh, what's his? What's the? God, I can't remember. But anyway, Jabba like enjoys feeding people to him, yeah. which is also things you do for a pet. You toss him a bone or yeah, people well, I'm bones. Trying to toss people I'm sorry. My dogs wouldn't know what to do if you tossed a person to them. They'd be like, hi, hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. Rub my belly. Rub my belly. I'll lick you. I'll lick you. I'll lick you. Here, just rub my head. Rub my head. (laughs) These are super pets or super villain pets or what have you. Okay. Um, Appa, Aang's flying bison. I don't know if you watched The Last Airbender. Now that Uh one I do remember. Yeah, he's super cute. Yeah, he is. He is. I also, I, I, I find, uh, I like Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, it didn't end quite the way I wanted it to, but hey, it's all good. It's all good. Um, Comet, Superman's horse. And finally, I mean, there's many, many more, but Chewie, which is Carol Danvers' cat. 
which is actually a flurkin. It's not a cat from Earth. It's an alien that looks like and acts like a cat um, here on Earth, but it has like it can do dimensional travel and it can like produce tentacles and it has a nested mouth, which apparently can hold like universes from, you know, a whole universe in its mouth, which kind of reminds me of the cat from, uh, what was that movie? Men in Black. Yeah. It has a, Orion's belt. Orion's belt around its neck. But yeah, this I... one, they, they can hold it in their nested mouths, which is kind of cool. Well, let me say this. I just thought of a pet, but I'm not sure it counts as a superhero pet. But if we're talking my fandoms, my favorite pet would be Hedwig from Harry Potter. All right. I love Hedwig. She's amazing. So, anyway, she's an owl for those well, of you. Well, you're allowed. Know. You're allowed to change your mind. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, Harry Potter's more of a superhero than the Scooby gang. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I I agree. Um, Jeff also asked, like, what would your favorite superhero mode of transportation be? Well, I said, I said Wonder Woman's Invisible Jet, because I think that's legitimately cool. I do. I think it's a legitimately cool movie. As much as I love Wonder Woman, I've always thought that was kind of cheesy. I like it anyway. (laughs) It's like, especially in the cartoons, when you would see her, like, just in the sky. And you didn't see her jet, but you saw her, like, sitting and flying. It just looked kind of cheesy. But, anyway. Um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Hey, it's Um, not a hill I'm going to die on. You know, there's no laser sword in hand. There's no wand in hand. I'm not dying on that hill. It's whatever. Frankie? Um, it's, you know, one of those things that you, are you, I, I, you know, was, you know, there's Batmobile, there's the, there's the Quinjet, but actually I told, I chose the fantastic car. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Cause you know, kind of does everything can separate things like that. Um, I got some some feedback, like some negative feedback from my choice, which was Iron Man's suit. Someone that will not be named told me that that was not a vehicle. But I have to disagree. It's kind of like a mech, right? I mean... No, it's absolutely a vehicle. I don't know what they're talking about. It's, I'll say this. It's, I completely agree it's a vehicle, and I feel bad that I didn't think of it. I can it's do awesome. too. It's awesome. It's like... It, yeah. To me, it's the ultimate vehicle. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can fly in it just like you know. You can you, go underwater in it. Like you can do everything. It's like an all-terrain vehicle. It's by far is the best vehicle there is. Yeah, like I said, not go a ahead. hill I'm going to die on. And if I had to, you know, oh, I should change mine to Iron Man's suit. I mean, uh, my only question is which suit? Let's pick a suit. Do we like Veronica best? You know, I mean, number sixty-eight. You know, I. I think it's absolutely a vehicle. So the three of us are in agreement and person who may or may not be listening to this podcast. There you have it. It's definitely a vehicle of transportation. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, we've <laughs> covered a lot. 
But and we haven't even gotten to the meat and potatoes of the podcast tonight, which is um, our favorite non-Star Wars movies and our least favorite non-Star Wars movies. Well, I thought we'd cover the ones we dislike the most first so we could end on a positive note. That sounds like a good idea. Um, so, Melissa, you want to tell us what your least favorite movies are? Yeah, um, current least favorite movie would be The Happy Time Murders. I literally could have fallen asleep watching that movie, and that doesn't happen very often, but it was just so... Terrible. Boring. It was terrible, and all the best parts of the movie were in the trailer. So, mm. yeah, it was awful. Um, Blair Witch Project made me nauseous. Like, the way the camera is just, like, jerking around and did not, no, did That's not a, like that. That genre, that, that way of filming is, like, found footage. Yeah, I hate uh, that. Yeah, I, I never, I'm not a big fan of of movies like I'm not a big fan of ho the horror genre at full stop so it's not a movie that I ever saw but I mean I know a lot of folks who really loved it um, but I it could, could see have where been that would a be. really good movie without all that jerking around with the camera but then would it be found footage doesn't that like part of the charm if you will of Blair what Blair Witch was that it was found footage and found footage and you weren't really sure if it was fake or real or whatever but you yeah. you're just like screw it i hated it called mm -hmm. today that okay was not charming to me it literally made me nauseous okay fair enough and uh last of all you were talking about movies that impacted you in a negative way for various reasons and it's a love-hate relationship but jaws because i I remember watching that in the theater with my parents, and I think they thought that I was too young to remember it, but I was, like, turned away from the screen in my dad's arms because I was horrified. <laughs> and I will not swim in the ocean now unless it's clear, crystal clear water, and I can see <laughs> that there are no sharks coming <laughs> because of that movie. So, yeah, Charles scarred me for life. I mentioned that in previous episodes but Fair enough. Those, are my, those are my three least favorite movies non-star wars movies okay frankie uh, i'm gonna start with solar crisis i don't even know what movie that is so came mm -hmm. out 90 ish uh basically the world's gonna get destroyed by this huge solar flare, solar flare, it's going to kind of scorch the surface of the Earth. There's some kind of a talking bomb that's going to get sent to the sun. It's got to blow up and make the solar flare go away. There's a corporation that doesn't believe it's going to happen, or something like that. Um, but they also want to buy like land on the Earth really cheap after it does happen. Right, so like, I wish the people could see the expressions on your face. <laughs> yeah, it's that bad. It's Soul it's Christ. not one of those movies that's so bad it's good. It's just bad. Do you guys remember the movie, the TV show Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand? Yes. It's a movie that needs to be done with that. Okay. That movie is that bad. 
you need to MS three K. That movie needs to be. It's horrible. Like you like the whole premise of it. You're like, where where are you going? What are you doing? Like it is. And so and I actually should have listed that one third. That is my number one least favorite movie. I think Sally and I have a couple of overlaps. Um, Twelve Monkeys, which we I think we mentioned before. Bruce Willis, time travel. What? <laughs> like it's got a lot of good concepts and a really bad delivery. Like this guy's got to go back in time to stop this horrible, like again, world in the world's got like um, virus and to get paroled. So like his his bait is like, all right, you gotta go back in time and stop a virus so we can uh so you can get paroled because you're a criminal. So like they don't like hire a good guy or a cop or anybody like a scientist. No, we got a criminal going back in time to um stop <laughs> and then you're like, wait, the twelve monkeys were just like a, a bunch of you know hooligans it, you missed it all together. Horrible like you kept thinking like Oh, it's got to get better. I'm missing something. No. No, I'm not. It sucks. <laughs> um, the last movie, which actually kind of puzzles me because like, there's more than one of these. They made a series of these movies. Is Starship Troopers. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> I hated that movie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It, that so to me sad. is such a terrible movie that it, it, is it goes. An awful movie. But no, but but no, y'all, no kidding. I I kid you not. I was sitting here two days ago, and I heard on the TV this movie is intended for mature audiences only, and I was like, "What the heck is my husband about to watch?" And it was Starship Troopers, and I. And I I remember thinking that that movie was so bad I was entertained by it. So it does not make my list of movies that I hate. So I, I was just entertained by it because it was yeah. so bad. I can't I can't explain it. But I will agree it is entertaining in a bad way. But like, like to me, it's, it's, it's not trying for that. It's not oh trying for what it did. It is so bad. Humans versus bugs. Frankie, yeah, thank it's you so bad. Thank you for validating everything I've always known. And the, 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 the the random acting of like, okay, well now we're gonna put a Cohen shower scene in. I'm like, I can't tell you how many guys I've dated that thought that movie was awesome. What? Like, not awesome in a so bad it's good way, but no. just a awesome. And I'm like, really? No, really? That's, that's horrible in a horrible way. That's thank one of those you. things. Like, it's like. I get it. Like, if you wanted to sit and watch it together because you're going to make fun of something as it's right, happening, yeah, that's a, that's a good choice. That's a good movie to tease as it. It's like going into like a, a modern art museum. It's a good thing to make fun of as you walk through. That's what that movie's for. But, but it's not a as a serious movie. Oh no! And there's like there's got to be at least there's what, two or three of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, it's cult classic. It's it, yeah. Uh, eh. <laughs> Thank you for choosing that, Frankie. Yeah. Thank you. I love <laughs> off the list that I know Sally and I also would agree on, but I wouldn't sleep on purpose. So I will leave that to Sally. Okay. So my least favorite films. 
I'll start out with 12 Monkeys because, uh, okay, so I remember Frankie and I actually saw this movie together with a bunch of other people, including a, some really smart people, right? And it felt like we were eight hours into this movie. And I'm just sitting there like, this is horrible. I hate this movie. Frankie leans over to me and says, I'm sorry. <laughs> because it was so bad. And I, I've blocked out the plot. I've blocked out almost everything about it. I remember walking out of the theater going, what did I just watch? I, all I know is I hated it. And so, yes, 12 Monkeys makes my list of, if you make me watch this movie, we can't be friends anymore, ever again. Um, and then my other movie that I think Frankie maybe went to sleep for, we also <laughs> saw together. <laughs> Um, with again a group of people, and it was eight millimeter. Oh, which is a movie with Nicolas Cage, and it is about snuff films where they're actually murdering people on camera in a pornographic sort of way, right? And like it's it it it's just as gross as it sounds. And um, they're figuring out who does this. And we walked out. And I remember one of the people, as we were leaving, he was like, if I went back up to the box office, do you think they'd give me that two hours of my life back? And I remember completely concurring with him that this was that hideous. I hated that movie. And then we almost died in various car wrecks on the way home. Um, so there was that. Um terrible movies. And then my final least favorite movie is a movie from childhood that left deep scars on my psyche. And that is The Wizard of Oz. I freaking hated it. Hated it. And I think it was because I saw it at a time in my life where flying monkeys weren't the best. Right? Flying monkeys are a bad thing. And the witch was a little too much for me. And I, it, mm, I hate it. And I have to talk about it in History 202. when I, Because it's, of course, an allegory for, you know, the populist movement and the greenback and blah, 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 blah. I have to talk about it. But I will not show that movie. Ever. I hate it. All right. <laughs> wow. But there's that. <laughs> so favorite movies. How are we doing? <laughs> it's funny and sad because that is actually like if you look up a list of like the best movies of all time, um, just about every Star Wars movie is on the list, but also The Wizard of Oz. It's, it's one of those. Horrid. It's considered. I, but pe my students are always like, what do you mean? I didn't... The Wizard of Oz is, is an allegory for something, and I'm like, yes. And then I start explaining it to them, and they're all, and they're like fascinated. But oh my gosh, I hate that movie so much, so so much. All just, right, yeah. Do you, well, do you believe the urban legend about it? Or I don't know if it's urban legend or if it's true. Like I've read so many different things about the guy hanging himself after the uh, Tin Man scene. 
I don't know. I don't know. I haven't what? read that. The original movie, if you watch, it's after, so you'll see, like, after the Tin Man scene, I'm going to get you Dorothy the Witch scene. If you start looking in the trees, all of a sudden you will see somebody very obviously climb up in a chair, do something, and then jump out of the chair, and then whoop, 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 whoop. What? Google it. Maybe that's why I don't like it. I subconsciously absorb that. Guy hangs himself during Wizard of Oz. And then watch the wow. video clip. Like, I've watched it, like, because I used to work at a video store, and that'll tie into one of my favorite movies. Um, like, we would show that clip, like, over and over. And, like, what do you guys think? Is it happening? Hmm. I got to uh, watch that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe guy I saw that. Wizard of Oz. Do what? I said, Guy Hanging Himself, Wizard of Oz. So, do you like that movie? Um, do I get to listen to Dark Side of the Moon while I'm watching it with the volume down? No. You have to watch it as is. Mm, I like it better when I listen to Dark Side of the Moon with the volume down. Okay. Also, which goes in hand in hand, that, that album. Okay. All right. So, Melissa, what are your favorite movies? Favorite movies. Um, well, I had to go with movies that, like, I was like, what do I have in my collection? What did I actually think enough about it to buy? And, of course, you know, there's no question. Everybody knows because I've said it a million times on pretty much every podcast that my favorite movie is Tombstone, which is what our podcast is actually. One of the quotes in the movie is what our podcast is named after. When Doc Holliday says, say when. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Val Kilmer makes that movie. And for me, that's when I started, like, really thinking about casting and why it was so important. And can you even imagine anybody else playing that role? Like, you and I were talking the other day about Jason Momoa. And could you even imagine anybody else playing the role of Aquaman and it being anywhere near as intriguing as it is like who would really want to go see Aquaman if like anybody else was playing that part I can't even think of anybody playing that part so yeah anyway Tombstone number one all time favorite movie um, because of Al Kilmer and all the amazing quotables in that movie um, and for other reasons but Princess Bride, like, I'm still looking for my Wesley. <laughs> a smart, handsome, protective, humble man. And I've yet to find him because I'm pretty sure they don't exist. They're like unicorns, and I've given up on their existence. <sighs> but I, I love, love that movie. I think you'd probably find him boring in real life. But anyway, moving along. Maybe. I don't know. But he wasn't boring in the movie. He was very exciting. Like, he saved her from the R.E.O.S.'s. And quicksand. And... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's kind of like my romantic, like, girly 
movie of interest. And then um, third favorite movie is The Martian. Because as I've discussed in the past, I love the idea of space travel. And currently, that is the closest thing to reality we have that's been, like, backed by science of what it would be like to travel to another planet and actually, you know, live on another planet. Um, The director, Ridley Scott, actually asked NASA to check the film to ensure everything was scientifically correct. And there were some minor inconsistencies, but... Um, for the most part, everything you see in that movie is something that has actually happened um, on Mars as far as like the tornadoes and the sandstorms and stuff like that. And they are currently um, doing experiments, growing plants in Martian soil. And they're talking about um, habitats exactly like the ones you see in the movie for space travel. And just all the things are just accurate and kind of cool to think about like what it would be like to fly to Mars and stay there for a little while. Hmm. So. Interesting. Interesting. Frankie, what are your favorite movies? Oh, okay. Um, so Princess Bride, I'll agree with that. Mm. All time favorite. But why? Why do you like it? Are you looking for your Wesley too? No, Wesley. <laughs> he's already got it's, his Princess Bride. Yeah, he's already it's, got his Buttercup. It's funny. <laughs> my name is Nigga Matoya. You killed my father. Better prepare to die. die. Yeah, I mean Andre the Giant. He's not completely dead. He's just mostly dead. I mean, there's so <laughs> many things that are funny about that movie. Um. It was just, it was funny, it's feel good, it's just straight up good versus evil. You know, the, it looks like the bad guy is going to get away with it, you know, for a while. You know, it's it's fun, so. Inconceivable. Oh. Sorry. Inconceivable. I don't think that there's, word means what you think it means. There's three <laughs> things you don't know. <laughs> Never enter a death match with an Italian. <laughs> so... That. Don't get involved um, in a land war in Asia. Oh, oh. Yeah, don't. That's actually, but all true. All, all true. Where's the lie? <laughs> yeah, there was no lie. Uh, so that was right up. That's there. Um, Goonies. Oh, I love Goonies. I had a hard time. Like that was on my list too. Of Goonies. like, is this going to make my top three? Goonies partially ruined my adulthood. Like I kept like 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 a childhood like. I wanted that. I just knew that was going to happen. Right, that, that adventure. That adventure, you're like it's going to be exciting and stuff like that. And then it, you know, whatever. It was just, you know, it was just like there was no treasure ship. No treasure ship. You know, it's fine. It's a great movie. You know, it's got comedy. It's got romance, Sally. It's got adventure. Oh come on. The kissy kissy scene. <laughs> no, I mean I, I just was kinda never mind. Go ahead. Um I don't know, it's just like the complete movie. Um and then I like I hit a spot where like what like do I put adventures in babysitting? Do I put Angel Dead? <gasps> that's such a great movie. See? Oh my god, it's such a great Adven- movie. Adventures in babysitting. There's Adventures in Babysitting, there's Evil Dead. 
Mighty Python, Holy Grail. That's a good one. I have so many. I made so many quotes out of that movie. Um, Stand by me. Do you guys? Did you guys watch Stand by Me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that partially filmed in Ridgeway, just down the road? Was it? I think that's partially know. filmed in Ridgeway, South Carolina. Oh wow! Yeah, I had I no idea. Um, but I, but I chose one that, like I said, I made it in to was which was a different style of movie at the time, which it would kind of like really clicked me into movies. Like before then, like movies were entertainment, but I really clicked in was Clerks. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. I love that movie. I love one of Kevin Smith's movies too. It's not Clerks. I loved Dogma. Right. I dogma. like Dogma. Yeah, Dogma, dogma was great. So love Dogma. Like it almost yeah. made my list. So I um because I was a, I was a video clerk at the time it came out. Mm. I was a video clerk and it just like it hit me right where I was you know it just like it was so much about it was just so true and so real life I was like watching you know you know life imitating art imitating life kind of thing just like wow that's for the first time in my life that really clicked for me and so yeah clerks really did that um, it was smart it was funny there was so much about it, it was just like I had ne- never seen in a movie before. That really like, oh yeah, it's good when you push the envelope a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, that's when I really started liking. It. I was like, yeah, let's just get away from you know the formulaic stuff a little bit. And so that's why I really so I went with Clerks. I like it. Yeah, good picks, guys. Yeah. Well, you haven't heard mine yet. And Sally, I know what yours are. So, yeah, so, you did, so, so did nobody put Adventures in Babysitting because that is really a good. Well, I didn't put Adventures in. Like it crossed my mind. I love that movie, but it was like, does this really get to the top? I was, I was in love with it. I was I, Elizabeth Shue. Oh my god! Yeah, so in love with her. And it was one of the. Um, I forget his name. He plays the Arrow on TV. Scott Amell, is that right? Yeah. He plays the Arrow on TV, and he was doing a panel at a Comic-Con, and he actually mentioned that movie. Um, He was talking about how one of the signature lines in it has the F word, and today that would push that movie into, like, PG-13 territory. But back then, it was PG, and, and yeah. Anyway, neither here nor there. It's Stephen Amell, but yes. Sorry. Close. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't plan to talk about him because I didn't plan to talk about Avengers and Babysitting. But anyway, I remember that movie and watching that movie and just, it was it was a good movie. It was fun. Um, no, my favorite movies, um, kind of a random assortment here. Um, and I kind of did this by genre because I had a difficult time coming up with like just the top three, four, five, whatever. So, my favorite recent movie, um, uh, and it is, it's not a musical, but it has a lot of singing in it, is Pitch Perfect. Um, And so that's kind of, to me, it's a comedy. And it is Aka Amazing. (laughs) They sing lots of songs, and um, it's really funny. It's a little foul. But it's really funny and absolutely worth the two hours of your life. And so many people are like, oh, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And then they see it and they come in and they're like, yeah, that was a great movie. So you should see Pitch Perfect if you haven't seen Pitch Perfect. It's I have so not good. seen it. 
But on our road trip, on our eight-hour road trip, Sally played the soundtrack, and it had a lot of great songs. And I was like, I want to go make a playlist of all these songs that are on. Because it was clips. Because it was like clips. You didn't get the full version. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of really good songs, so I imagine the movie would be yeah. fun to watch. The riff off, the riff off, which is the one with all the different songs like right mashed up together. Mm-hmm. Such a fun scene. But anyway, Frankie, have you seen Pitch Perfect? No, I'm seriously. Not. Oh my gosh, it hurts my heart. Okay, um, okay. So my favorite Disney film because Three Little Girls is Tangled. I love Tangled. You haven't seen that one either, Frankie? Nope. Okay. I got I got boys. So what? <laughs> so what? Um, really cute, seen, cute, cute movie. Hmm? I've seen Brave. Brave is awesome. My girls love Brave. They were willing to stand in line for 45 minutes to meet Merida. And um, she was uh-huh. a lot of fun. They loved her. Um this is like historical fiction. It's based on a book. Y'all would hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. It's called A Room with a View. And it's got, um, it's based on the book of the same title. And it's like bang on based on the book. And, um, and yeah, I loved it. It's got a young Helena Bottom Carter in it. And it's got Maggie Smith in it. And it's about a young British girl that goes to Italy and... The first trip to Italy, one must have a room with a view. So anyway, I love that movie. Um, And then I kind of was thinking like war movies and stuff like that. And there are a lot of war movies out there that I really like for a lot of different reasons. But I actually had to pick one that's not technically a movie. It's a miniseries and it's Band of Brothers. It's just phenomenal. Like they did such a good job with Band of Brothers. It's like this nine hour, nine, ten hour extravaganza and it's amazing so i love that one and then fun movie like just kind of action drama chase movie i really liked six gone in 60 seconds oh, oh yeah. yeah so fun. that's fun. so you've got a nick cage movie that sort of makes my favorites list and a nick cage movie that makes my least favorites list i don't know what that says but i really did like gone in 60 seconds and there's a lot of amazing I, old cars in yeah. that one Oh my gosh, some of the that Mustang. Eleanor, oh, oh my gosh, what I would not do for Eleanor. Mm. Mustang GT. Yes. Gorgeous. Yes. Oh my gosh. Fastback. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love that one. So so yeah. I uh mm, fabulous. Love that movie too. So those are some of my favorite things favorite movies that i will watch given the opportunity so yeah that's what i think but no i did not pick adventures in babysitting the comedy i picked was pitch perfect i watched that thing on a loop when i was in grad school taking a class i just listened to because i wanted to hear the music mostly so i was writing papers and i had it playing in the background while i was like writing a paper and all that stuff love it so yeah that's me. <laughs> well, now we know a little bit more about each other. Yes. So do our listeners. Mm. This was Frankie's they, topic, y'all. say about us. Yeah. Great choice, Frankie. Yeah, this was Frankie's topic. I, I thought they could get, like, spread some things out, like, because they know we love Star Wars and obviously have, you know, a comic book influence. 
running through our theme in a lot of ways. So something yeah. else that was a little bit out, you know. Yeah, switch it up a bit. Yeah, and none of us picked Marvel movies either. Did you notice? Well, we talk about those all the time as well. Right, yeah, but so, that wasn't yeah. like restricted. We could have picked Marvel movies as our favorites, and we didn't. We could have. Yeah. Which is what I think that's interesting. We're well-balanced individuals. That's right. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, I think, do we have anything else to say about that? I think that's it. All right. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, you can find the podcast on Facebook at Say When Podcast, and you can email us at saywhenpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and field your questions. Maybe tell us what your favorite movies are, uh, your least favorite movies. Maybe react to our picks. That would be interesting. Um, you can find me as Palmetto Blue on Twitter and Palmetto's Desk on WordPress. Melissa, where can folks find you? Uh, Paxi Babe on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. Frankie? And you can find me at GooniePet on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Perfect. Well, I will sign off as usual saying, may the force be with you. And truth and justice. I will say always carry a towel. Bye. Bye. Bye.